Leo version. Okay, here we go. All right. Let's see if this works. Let's put cutting audio version out all together anyway. Um, from the World Economic Forum, we're reading about the Great Reset. So, let's go into the second section. It's possible to learn a lot about how the global economy works by identifying individual countries' primary trade partners and biggest exports. This transformation map presents presents related information presents related information about the US using the most recent data available from the Observatory of Economic Complexity, July 2023. It's a lot of organizations. The US's top exports appear as key issues on the map. On the map's inner ring, and you can go to the website to figure out the um, World Economic Forum website. The map's inner ring, which connect to both the top importing countries for these items and related topics on the outer ring. Climate change, geopolitical tensions, and we're going to do another section, um, and changing consumer dynamics have all created a need to accelerate the development of advanced manufacturing technology. This is very important. As prominent elements of this new normal, breakthroughs in artificial intelligence, computing, sensors, mobile connectivity, robotics, 3D printing, and advanced materials are radically and rapidly changing manufacturing systems to ensure that the end result is a healthy triple bottom line Benefiting people, the planet, and profitability, business leaders, technology providers, and policymakers must all combine efforts. Now, this is crucial. There are machines where you can 3D print a house, deliver it to a spot. There are also machines that lay brick where, where it would take... 10 people to build a house. Now you could do it with three people. All you needed someone to continue to fill the, the martyr and then it mixes into a brick and then it puts the martyr on each thing and someone comes behind and tapes it. Um, so things like that. You already know supermarkets with no supermarkets with no cash registers, all self-checkout. We should have been there 10 years ago, in my opinion. We'll be there soon. This is why a UBI or stimulus checks are important. And we will have them. Now, there's one group standing in the way of this. It's what people are calling the PMCs. It's the professional class, even somewhat the political class. Because most jobs are there just so you could be busy. Um, you can feel good about yourself just because. Um, a lot of mediocre people um, get off on having these jobs. It's all they have. But if you look at it, mostly, if you're watching my stuff, you probably like, why do I need to come to this job? Well, I got to come here because I got to pay bills. But most people really don't want to do these jobs. 
most people don't want to show up. There's a small group, there's a chunk that really do. And there probably is another chunk that really don't, but then it's so conditioned and so comfortable with it. They don't know what else to other things to do. But if we're going to, or it's no if, we're moving in another direction. And a lot of the jobs, eh, they were bullshit jobs anyway. So they're going to be gone. And 2020 told you, was it 40% of the jobs were non-essential? And most of the other, and then even a big, large majority of the other jobs were service. Service jobs. They're just jobs that were left. So, um, jobs for the sake of jobs, jobs for the sake of paychecks is not normal. It's not natural. It's what this system had to create to maintain power. Now the people in power know we've evolved to another thing. We don't, they don't need you to stay busy anymore. This is why when you hear people saying, well, we should have a jobs program where you're getting a livable wage and blah, 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 blah. That's, that's no good. What you need is everyone to have a, a floor. So they should get a stipend. And <clears throat> then be encouraged to um, study and to gain skills, master skills, and solve problems. That's what they should be. And uh, and I've been writing a lot of proposals lately for um, non-for-profits. There's a lot of money in it. And I think, again, we're moving in that direction. So you can create a non-for-profit to, to solve a problem. Um... And the thing, though, is going to be you'll get these grants, you'll solve the problem, you'll get another grant. Because what we want to move into, we want to move into a situation where we're not managing problems to keep our job, but we're actually solving problems. That's the evolution. That's actually going back to what human beings were. That's not even an evolution. That's just coming back off the detour. Um. That is going to be the future. And I um I'm I'm happy for it because I have young people in my family, brilliant people in my family, godchildren, all of that, and they're young, and I don't want them to be 52, 53 like me with all the regrets, being very thoughtful, but then wasting it. Um it, it's a horrible life. So um I'm glad that we're changing toward that. So back more, we're going to deal with climate change. Climate change fueled heat waves, floods, and wildfires are causing death and injury at an increasingly devastating scale. By fundamentally undermining environmental and social stability, the climate crisis may in fact be the greatest health threat of the 21st century. It has exacerbated health-related inequality as, rel uh, as relatively vulnerable populations bear a disproportionately high burden, ambitious and sustained measures to decarbonize ec economies and enhance resilience are therefore urgently needed. This will require the development and deployment of key 
emerging technologies associated with renewable energy, early warning systems, and concerted cooperation among governments and industries. So one of the ways that they're doing, trying to take carbon out, there's two, well, take out things like carbon and methane and all these climate change gases. One of the problems is cows burping and farting. This has been a thing. It sounds weird, but they say that this is a thing. If you look at it, they're trying to scale back on um, eating meat. They're trying to encourage you and condition you out of eating so much meat, especially red meat. If you know there's no red meat, no red meat, no red meat, because they're trying to basically civilize us back again. More fruits, more vegetables, minor amounts of meat. And if you think back, I'm 52, so I remember there was a time where we mostly ate vegetables. There wasn't a lot of meat around. There was like maybe a couple of pieces of meat in your beans. And so you would have like oxtails and black eyed peas. It was mostly a big pot of black eyed peas with a few oxtails in it. And you got black eyed peas and some meat from, and you shared. Um, A lot of times you ate we ate like things like grilled cheese, things like egg sandwiches, things like that. Mayonnaise sandwiches when there was nothing. Uh, and then on Sunday, you know, people had meat. And it, this was just out of poverty. We couldn't afford meat. So I know what are people complaining about more? Groceries. Meat is off the chain. I was visiting my sister um, in the South. And I've been a vegetarian for eight years. <laughs> she told me, listen, we might all be becoming vegetarians because like a little pack of chicken was like $30. Um, forget about beef and ham and all that. Out of control. So, and then we would go to Sam's Club and get the, they had it cheaper because you could buy it in bulk. But, so we're going to be eating less meat. We're going to be, um, When it comes to transportation, everybody's trying to get in New York City. They're trying to take you out of your cars. They're trying to get rid of parking. Wait, they are getting rid of parking spaces. They're making it more difficult to drive. They're putting cameras in every light. They're writing tickets, tickets, tickets. If you're in the bus lane, you get tickets. So they're trying to condition you out of the original conditioning. They're trying to reprogram, recondition us back toward humanity because they've been re they've been conditioned us into insanity so now they're trying to recondition us back so that the human race can survive and not go extinct um it's difficult because people have habits comfortable um people have tied a lot of things to cars and what kind of car you have um having a job getting up every day going to work that that actually People actually believe that that means that they are more than someone who doesn't get up in the morning and go to work. But now people get up in the afternoon, go to work. People work from home and they're actually more productive working from home. We also have neighborhoods that are self-sustaining. You have a building and you have retail stores at the bottom of the building. Oh, excuse me. Retail stores at the bottom of the building. Drugstores, pharmacies, banks, everything there. 
<clears throat> so you don't have to travel. That cuts down on the cars, the vehicles. A lot of the cars are electric and hybrid. We don't have the charging stations because, again, you have a political class and you have that chunk of people that's supposed to be um, upgrading gas stations into charging stations and putting charging stations in different neighborhoods. They're slowing things down because you got to think if your job is tied to carbon and you think that your job is part of it really part of who you are as a human being you don't want it to go so you have to make people realize no a lot of these jobs it has nothing to do with you as a personality you can develop a real humane personality find what your talent was and i know a lot of people say oh you could be writers you could be poets you could be painters and arts and creative sure there's a lot of creative people that their creativity gets dashed but you also have scientists, you have biologists who are working as administrators. I know that. I was married to one. Um, she was really a biologist. But because of racism and all other things, she actually ended up being an administrator. Right? Um, and I firmly believe that if she had been allowed to be a biologist and be in a lab, she would have cured at least one disease by now. I'm not talking about treatment, but cured. If if we had a society that encouraged that. Um, and that's what we need to move toward. And that's what the war is. That's what the fight in the ruling class is. Keep things as... Go back to the old plantation. Or move forward in a new society. A new social order. A great reset. Um, 2020 gave us an idea of what we could have. So they gave us a whole year, a taste of what we could have, of what our future could be. And some of us still remember that. A lot of people are like, wait a minute. And when people study that year, a lot of people say with the pandemic and what damage it did. But they're not looking at the whole story of what people actually got. As some of the um, my brothers and sisters on the left say nice things. We had a moratorium on rent, right? And we were getting a stimulus, child tax credit, $300 a month, and um, extra unemployment and all of that stuff. I lived off that stuff for the year. It was, it, was, it was marvelous. Even though I was homeless, I would stay in Airbnbs, and the unemployment would help pay for it. And I had my stuff in storage. Um, it wasn't ideal, but it was functional. Uh, and then when I ran out, I was sleeping on the train. So here you have it. If you want to get people off the train, you want to get people off the streets. We got to go back to what we were doing in 2020. That's it. That's the end of it. All of these extra expensive programs that only that spend. Ten times the money to, to, to let. One person sleep on a cot or to let people sleep on cots three feet apart. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense anymore. And we see that. And we know that. Can we turn the corner or not? That's the, that's the, that's the key. Can we turn the corner or not? Um, can we put power back in people's hands? Right? That's where all industries are going. 
people working for themselves, people working as independent agents. There's a big fight and struggle right now between the Uber and the Lyft drivers and all of these other people. Um, and they're fighting even things like Amazon. It's going to be automated. And people don't realize Amazon makes his money. Bezos makes his money off of servers. He has a big, a big contract with the Department of Defense. And I think another contract with another government agency, but they're both big contracts. They're like over, well, they're probably like $2 billion a year contracts by now just to use his servers. And I think to use people who use Amazon online, I think he's, you know, gives them information too. Um, names, addresses, who you, what are you buying to keep, to keep watch? Uh, but I know he uses this. He gives people. Um, he they contract him out for his service space. Um, and you got things like people you're trying to unionize. But what they don't realize is if he can close all of his warehouses, and it wouldn't matter, because he could just revert back to what he started as, a third party, um, a third party uh, uh, platform. Where we could sell like an eBay and an Etsy. As a matter of fact, courts are trying to force him not. They're trying to force Amazon not to have to sell. That they can't sell their own products on their platform. Because what happens is Amazon has its own line of products. And they knock out the competition. Even when you have an, an, an Amazon store. That's why unless you're really big, big. It doesn't pay to really have an Amazon store. But I can see a day where they close all the warehouses and maybe the Amazon delivery vans becomes a delivery service for for your products. And, you know, if you have your site on there, they pick up your thing and take it to the post office or take it to. But then that's another expense. I don't see them doing even doing that. I just see them selling off their vans and just doing the third party thing. A lot of people want stores on Amazon and stuff like that. I had a store on Amazon for my other physical products. Um, I had some books on Amazon, but then they sell you your books for like a penny without your permission. So I had to go to the other platforms to try to gain something. Um, but this is this is going to be the future. This is how we're going to reset ourselves um i don't know if i'll live to see it come to fruition but you got to remember things happen really quick nobody thought they'd live to see 2020 stuff that happened i was very surprised that that was allowed to get through it people were, were happier generally um so we'll have something like that again i don't know if they're going to use a pandemic or use a storm or use something to um, implement these things, these policies. I don't know, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, this has been reading from the Great Reset um, from the World Economic Forum. You know how to support me. Click the links, give directly, or become a sponsor. Until next time, take care of yourselves and be safe.